there's some creepy love songs that are actually meant to be creepy. Okay. And and that's not what we're talking about. Like Blondie's One Way or Another, that was actually based off of notes that a stalker wrote her. Oh, interesting. And like the police, Every Breath You Take was meant to be about George Orwell's 1984 and Big Brother, but it became like a love song. And then Smashing Pumpkins, Ava Adore, and Nine Inch Nails, uh, Closer. Those are songs that are intentionally creepy and they have disturbing lyrics with kind of, they're like a disturbing love song, but they're meant to be a disturbing love song. But we're not going to talk about those ones. We're going to talk about sweet songs that Ted Bundy probably would listen to if he he were alive. Okay. Okay. I like it. So I've got a kilometer, 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 a kilometer, a kilometer. Okay. So we'll rank these songs on the kilometer. We're going to start from lowest to highest on the kilometer. The first one is baby. It's cold outside. Oh yeah, sure. I don't want to like go nuts on this one because I think about a year ago, like last Christmas, everybody wanted to boycott it because it's kind of yeah. like a, a date rapist wet dream. Right. Right. But overall, you've just got a guy telling a woman like, <clears throat> I'm, uh, or a, a guy telling a woman like, hey, can I get you more to drink? And she's like, I've got to go to work. I've got to go home. And he's like, no, it's too cold. Have some more to drink. <laughs> drink <laughs> some more. Drink <laughs> some more. <laughs> Well, you could go home or you could have a drink. Have another drink. Yeah, and then you could put on your coat or you could drink some more. Drink some more. She's like, what will the neighbors think? And he's like, just drink some more. I don't know. Why don't you have a drink and we'll talk about it? <laughs> yeah. And then there's even a line where she says, say, what's in this drink? So, <laughs> Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and that is like the date rape. Like that is, that, I think that was the line that everybody took issue with was that. Sure. There's a line where she's even saying, like, I think you spiked my drink. <laughs> and the song just goes on, and it's and this he, lovely duet, right? He's about like, eh, the winter. Don't worry about it. They just it. keep going on. So, I mean, <laughs> there's not too much to talk about because so much of has already been said. So on the kilometer, I give it a 5 out of 10. Okay. Being, like, definitely creepy, definitely a rapist theme song, but it's not a serial killer song. Okay, sure. It's not, it is, I'm like, I'm not trying to defend it. I'm not trying to make light of it, but it is not truly a a serial murderer song. It's just, it's it's a gateway drug. Yeah. It's a gateway drug. Yeah. So next on the list, everything I do, I do it for you. Okay. So I'll cut it a little bit of slack because it was written for Kevin Costner's Robin Hood. So it is supposed to be, it's about fighting the evil sheriff of Nottingham to win your love. Right. So there's got to be some. There's got to be certain epic elements in this song and a little bit over the top. Yeah. But I mean, like the pre-chorus, don't tell me it's not worth trying for. You can't tell me it's not worth dying for. That's okay. (laughs) I mean, like in your relationship with your significant other, you might say something like that. Like, come on, babe. Can't tell me this isn't worth trying for, right? Yeah. Or dying for. I'll die for you right now. I'll go jump in front of that train if you break up with me. That's it. Like the second line is where it goes from like, (laughs) this is what real people talk about to this is what like 14 year olds in a suicide pack talk about. right? Right. We're starting to push it. Yeah. Like, and then the logical fallacy of dying for your relationship, because if you die for your relationship, the relationship ends. It's true. Romeo and Juliet. So no relationship is truly worth dying for because if you die for it, then it's not there it's anymore. Over. So it's like my money's worth so much, I'm going to burn it all. <laughs> and then I'll have no yeah. more money. Yeah. But it was, worth so, it was worth so much, I could burn it. I could kill it. 
My money. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, and then to the a next, serial killer, it might. To yeah, absolutely. Uh, then he goes. Brian Adams goes on to say, "Look into your heart. You will find there's nothing there to hide." Normal kind of. I'm being vulnerable in this relationship. Kind of language. Yeah. Take me as I am. Okay, this is me. Sure. I am what I am. Take just... my li- take my life. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Getting weird. I would give it all. I would sacrifice. But he never says what he would sacrifice. So he kind of leaves that open. To I would sacrifice children. I would sacrifice animals. <laughs> I would sacrifice. He just says I would sacrifice indiscriminately. Listen, who do you want me to kill? I'll do it. We're done. I just we'll want to date him. you. Yeah, exactly. So I think I give that one a seven and a half, maybe an eight out of ten. Okay. Yeah. It's not. You. They're not a serial killer, but if you got into a relationship with them, they'd be like, "Promise me, you will kill yourself if I die." kind of like yeah or or like or like i'll kill myself if you if you break up with me it does it has a a bit of that vibe for me you're going to end up with death right (laughs) yeah somebody (laughs) is going to die because of being in a relationship with a guy who lives by this song right right yes someone is not coming out of this relationship alive (laughs) it may be children it may be goats we don't know yet depends on who we're sacrificing because he kind of left that one open but there will be a a murder yeah for sure there's been a murder (laughs) i do declare (laughs) i declare bankruptcy (laughs) okay next i don't want to miss a thing i think we've talked about this before sure yeah so Oh, yeah. Super creepy. Yeah. Super creepy. And it was even, like, used in a movie to creepy effect. Not the song, oh, wow. but kind of the idea behind the song. Sure. I, I could stay awake just to hear you breathing. Yep. Watch you smile while you are sleeping, while you're far away and dreaming. Yep. Like, that is what a voyeur listens to, for sure. Uh, absolutely. But Staring uh, from a tree <clears throat> in the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you seen She's the Man with Amanda Bynes? Man, so long ago that I don't know a thing about it. So there's one part, because um, she she poses as her brother to get on the boys' soccer team, because her... Right. She played on the girls' soccer team, her boyfriend was on the boys' soccer team, her boyfriend said, you soccer, you don't play real soccer, so she wants to get on the boys' team in the opposing school and beat her boyfriend at soccer. Okay, okay, sure. So there's this like creepy girl with braces and like headgear and glasses... Named yeah. Eunice, who falls in love with Amanda Bynes' male persona. Right. And <clears throat> Amanda Bynes falls asleep at some point in time, and this girl Eunice is watching her sleep. <laughs> and then she wakes up and she's like, What's going on? And Eunice is like, I could just watch you sleep forever. You were so <laughs> serene. Yeah, okay. Like, literally, that song was used to write this scene in the movie. It's pretty creepy. Right? Like, we based a creepy character in this movie off of uh, an Aerosmith, Aerosmith song. song. Yeah. That's not normal behavior. No, that is not what regular people do. No. Stalkers, sure. Yeah, but not... People soon to commit murder? Absolutely. <laughs> so the chorus, I don't want to close my eyes, I don't want to fall asleep because I'd miss you, babe, and I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. That's a little so, intense. Like, imagine if someone actually followed through on that chorus. <laughs> Just, just like super sleep deprivation. Yeah, and it's no, like no blinking. 
you go to work and they show up with like a picnic basket. Yeah, it's right. Like, Honey, hey. I'm I'm about to get into an important meeting with a very important client. It's like, well, I brought this picnic basket, this picnic basket, and I thought we could have lunch right here uh, in your office. I'm just gonna lay out a blanket and keep my eyes open while I talk to you. Here, I'll just blink. You go to your meeting. I'll just sit outside and watch yeah, you talk. Yeah, and that was actually like a. That was what caused Ross and Rachel's breakup was that he could not stand to miss a thing. And she's like, at work. Uh, and sure. he shows up with a picnic basket on their anniversary, but she has to work, blah, blah, blah. And that led to their breakup. So literally like this song. Legit. It is. Yeah. It has been used to write the plot of creepy and obsessive boyfriends and girlfriends. <laughs> so, I mean, it could be that, or it could be somebody kidnaps you, locks you in a cage with 24 hour surveillance and they're like i'm not going to miss anything anymore oh okay yeah that's creepier i can go to sleep but i can at least watch what you were doing on instant replay tomorrow morning (laughs) that's worse right the cage really kicks it up a notch yeah for sure so definitely on the kilometer the kilometer the The kilometer the kilometer kilometer (laughs) (laughs) where would you put this one I, I mean, it's certainly the highest. What did you give the last one? Seven and a half? Oh, we've got two. Yeah, seven and a half or eight. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely uh, higher than that. Like, like if I had a girl telling me that she wasn't going to fall asleep, and she's just watching me sleep. And she locked you in a cage and fed and you I was, dog food? Yeah, and I was in a cage. <laughs> That's she's pretty like, high. I'll give that a solid, like a low nines, nine, low two nine, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got two more songs to go. Oh, so we're we're jump we're we're inflating pretty quickly here. We're, we are. <laughs> we are. I'm worried. Yeah, but uh, number four, "Happy Together" by the Turtles. Okay, I don't know the lyrics really. Imagine me and you. I do. I think about yeah. you. Day- you know how do you not know that song? Uh, so happy to get. Well, I don't know the lyrics. I mean, I know the music. Oh, okay, but na 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 na. I don't know the words. It just gets creepier every time I listen to it. And it was actually used as there was a cover version, kind of like a metal ver- cover of it. Okay. Used in this horror movie called The Stepdad, which is okay. about this guy who um, assumes a new identity, meets a divorced woman in the grocery store, charms her, falls in love with her, makes her fall in love with him, marries her, and then ends up murdering the whole family and then like dying his hair. Perfect. Dying his hair and and running away, doing the same thing over and over again. Okay. And this was used as a song in that movie. Oh, great. Right? So, like, it starts out, imagine me and you, I do, I think about you day and night. It's only right to think about the girl you love and hold her tight, so happy together. Uh-huh. Which is like that's okay, I guess, something to say if you're in a relationship with someone, but as the lyrics go on, it becomes more and more obvious that this person is not actually in a relationship with the object of his affection. Right. Says, if I should call you up, invest a dime, and you say you belong to me and ease my mind, imagine how the world could be so very fine, so happy together. So if I should call you up and invest a dime. Like, you're thinking about this relationship as some kind of transaction already, right? Okay. It's like, I'm putting a dime into a payphone to call you. (laughs) So, you owe me. 
So now will you say that you belong to me so I can go to sleep? Okay. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's actually, like, I know the lyrics are, I think they're written this way more for the rhyme scheme, but it's just kind of like, this is a bit unsettling. That is weird. And it goes on more, the more verses you get, the more kind of obsession, and the more clear it becomes that they're not actually in a relationship, that he's just kind of like a hopeless romantic watching this woman. Okay. But the vocal arrangement in it, like, I get why this song's so catchy, because the vocal arrangements are awesome. And I think, like, acapella groups cover it all the time. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Like, the first time I actually heard it was my mom listened to this acapella group, and they covered it. And that was the first time I heard it. Okay. For, yeah, for probably the first 15 years of my life, I thought that was the original. That it was an acapella thing. Yeah, yeah. So... Okay. But there's one line that is over the top creepy, and it's like a throwaway line at the end of the chorus. He uh-huh. keeps saying so happy together, but then one time he says, so how is the weather? And you're like, oh, that's just a silly line. Is it just silly? How is the weather? That's what you say when you run into someone you don't know, and you don't know what to talk about. <laughs> so... <laughs> <coughs> So this is okay. He's I'm with definitely you. a stalker, and that so reveals it all, right? He's that, a that, super stalker who's that, like calling her and putting in a dime, uh, and she's like, "Hello," and, and all you, all you hear is, "Hello, who's there?" I can hear you breathing. Okay, so she hangs up, and he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah,", yeah. and like, then he passes her on the street. Oh, and he's like. Or she comes into his store where he works uh, the till, and he's like, "Oh, how's how's the weather out there?" How's Pee- the weather? Peeing his pants. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "This guy's got a weird vibe. Uh, it's fine. I'm out." Like that is exactly what it's like. That how is the weather sign well, lyric? That is just like we could make a movie about this. Like I want to. This is this feels like a yes. movie. Like this is like the you just have to think of that. You know that guy who plays the McFly's dad. Yeah, yeah, Chris Glover. Crispin Glover is this guy. This guy is Crispin Glover. <laughs> oh, sorry, Crispin. If you're listening right? to this. <laughs> well, no, not sorry, Crispin. It's, hey, we've got a movie idea for you. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> you are the guy. But like that is who I would cast without a, like without even thinking about Crispin right? Glover. And he works in a flower shop or like a weird, like, you know, one of those Halloween shops that's open 12 months of the year. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Just re- in, and then some weird, like it's Zoe Deschanel playing like an adorkable gothic <laughs> woman who comes in and he's like, say you belong to me. And she's like, what? And he's like, how's the weather? <laughs> say you belong to me. What? Or, uh, is it snowing outside? Uh, yeah. That's what I, I said. Sh- that's what <laughs> nothing. Right. Did and you then, see Joker? No, not yet. Well, no spoilers then, but well, you're, it, there's, it's relevant. Oh, I read what happened. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So pretty much they could have used this song in Joker. Like that is, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That he, is 100% what happens in the movie. Spoiler alert. Freaking awesome movie, by the way. Love oh, that yeah. movie. Oh man. It's just a totally new take on the guy. And I, right. I actually like feel terribly for him. I, right. I pity the guy. Right. But, uh. He has this girlfriend that lives down the hall from him in the apartment building. And, uh, you know, they, they kind of run into each other and sort of start dating. And she's really cool. And they have, like, this 
passionate, awesome relationship. She's super awesome, deals with his mental health problems really well. And then turns out it was all in his head. And he he's sitting, he has a breakdown and finds himself sitting in her living room. And she comes out and she's like, who are you? Yeah. Wait, you're the guy that lives down the hall, right? And you've been thinking that they've had this nice relationship the whole time. And then that's the moment you realize that it's all in his head. And you're like, oh, frick, he's messed up. He's going to kill her. And uh, so it's great. It's and so that's it. That is this song. Yeah, that's it. It's completely this right song, on track. Like I think so. The more we find like commonalities between some of these songs and horror movies, like the more unsettled I become. In, indeed, indeed. Right. So, <clears throat> I think on the kilometer, that's got to be a nine point five. Yeah, it's I high mean, up there. How is the weather we, really kicks it over the edge? That <sighs> is. Like that is just yeah. How is the weather? Is unbelievably creepy. It's just so intense. Like it. It really. It's it's weird until you hit that and you're like, okay, he definitely. Why like, they've never met, but he knows yeah, her well. And he's been watching her. He's been calling he, her on the phone and just yeah. listening to her talk while he <laughs> bops the baloney. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. the la- last one, Invisible by Clay Aiken. Okay. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> Do you no. know Clay Aiken? I know Clay Aiken, of course, but... He was the second place on the second season of American Idol. Okay. And he actually ran for Congress as a Democrat. Wow. All right. And his whole thing... Did you know he's gay? Yes. And so his whole thing was like... I guess what the, the Democrat that was running against him in the primary or whatever was saying, you're a one-issue candidate. And he's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, the only thing you're campaigning for is marriage equality. And he's like, no, I'm not. And then everything that he campaigned for was a marriage And so he, he lost the nomination or he lost the, he didn't end up winning because he just got criticized for being a one issue candidate. And all he talked about was one issue. So <laughs> <clears throat> we are not commenting on the issue that he was a one issue candidate on. We are just saying that he was a one issue candidate. Um, but Invisible was his breakout hit. But, like, I didn't hear it until I was researching for this okay. episode. But um, it is actually probably, if you Googled love songs that are actually creepy, this one would show up on every list. But they don't actually get into the extent of the creepiness of the song. They just say, the chorus is really creepy and kind of leave it there. Okay. But the chorus, he says, if I was invisible and I could just watch you in your room. Yep. If I was invincible, I'd make you mine tonight. Super rapey. So not just rapey, but like, have you heard of, you know, the movie Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon? Yeah. That is literally what happens. That is. Yeah. The movie starts out and he's got his hot neighbor in the apartment across and she's always like, she shows up from work and she takes her shirt off and she's about to take her bra off and then she closes her blinds Mm -hmm. and he's like visibly disappointed about that. Right. Right. And then as soon as he becomes invisible. He breaks out. The first thing he does is sneaks into her room and watches her undress and then, you know, sexually assaults her. Right. <laughs> right. So, like, he literally followed this, like, word for word, these Clay yeah. Aiken lyrics. And Clay Aiken is like this very delicate little redheaded boy. Right. right from right. North Carolina. So it's even more uncomfortable. But then the end of the course, he says, if I was invisible, wait, I already am. <laughs> so he is the hollow and that, man. That is what happens in hollow man, right? Where Kevin Bacon comes to this realization that 
I'm invisible. <laughs> like, I would do all these things if I was invisible. Wait, I already am invisible. So I guess I'm going to just start killing people now. Here we go. That is the natural progression based on what Hollywood tells me. When you become invisible, you kill people. Yeah. That's what everybody would do. If nobody could see them, they'd just kill people. Yeah, that makes sense. And this is, uh, I'm reading the lyrics. This is, this is blatantly creepy. <laughs> like, but it, like, it's kind of like, I think it always that if I was invisible, I'd watch you in your room and people talk about that. And they're like, yeah, isn't that creepy? Like a voyeur. And it's like, no, it's the basis of a movie about a serial killer. <laughs> it's not just like a little voyeur. This is that, the theme song from this, Hollow Man. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. And actually I want to say before I forget that you know those fan videos that people make on YouTube uh-huh. where it's like they take some kind of love song or something like that and then they take their favorite TV show and they're like, it's Jim and Pam from The Office to Every sure. Breath You Take or whatever, right? Sure. If somebody does a fan video for <laughs> Hollow Man. Hollow Man to Clay Aiken Invisible. <laughs> $50 Amazon gift card to the best submission. <laughs> <laughs> because while i was preparing for this i was i actually googled like clay uh clay aiken invisible hollow man tribute video and i couldn't find anything <laughs> nothing so if you're somebody, the first guy to get to the bottom of this if somebody actually makes that no i'd say the best because i'm gonna assume many people are gonna make this the best submission yeah. we will give 50 i will give 50 dollars <laughs> I love it. Wow. That's 50 Canadian dollars. So you guys 50. in the U.S., that's like $11, $12 there. <laughs> you can probably buy a Subway foot long, maybe two. But I, that is a lot of rubles for the Russian bots that are listening. <laughs> Indeed. In right. Russia, that's going to go a long way. Yeah. But I, yeah, I would throw 50 bucks to anyone. <laughs> the best hollow man, clear, invisible. Oh, my it's gosh. Just, because the song actually is very like, uh, it's just your typical pop. Sure. It's like a Michael Bolton hook in the chorus, honestly. Okay, yeah. And and so it's just, it is intensely sappy. So if you just had that playing over like scenes of an invisible man killing people. Just horrible. Like that would just be the most amazing thing <laughs> ever. Are we sure Michael Bolton didn't write the lyrics for this he, one? Uh, he might, well, not not the lyrics, but he might have written the music. The hook. He write, might have written the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because if uh, I think like Michael Bolton just wakes up in the morning, makes gold records, right? So Clay, <laughs> yeah, Clay totally. Aiken would not have the time to run for Congress if Michael Bolton was writing his songs for him. Indeed. Yeah, I gotcha. <clears throat> but I guess like the way the chorus fades out at the end is mm -hmm. that's probably the most, and it's, I think it's very unintentionally disturbing. But Clay Aiken keeps singing, If I Was Invisible, and then the background singers like chant, I'd Make You Mine Tonight. <laughs> okay yeah the, the rapiest so part it is the or or killerist part or the killerist like I'd, part i'd make you mine tonight like i would cut your head off and put it in a mason jar in my fridge yeah sure make a trophy right wear yeah. your skin suit yeah this is like i think the thing that is the funniest about this song is that it's like how did nobody on the production team say this song seems like that Kevin Bacon movie that came out like two years ago. Maybe they did, and they're like, ah, no one will notice. No, no. Maybe someone well, brought one person brought it up, and they're like, ah, you're paranoid, man. 
It's like that meme where you see guys sitting in a boardroom, right? And they're it's it's like we need to fix this thing, and then someone says something, someone says something, and then the third person says, "Well, obviously we could do this thing," and then he gets thrown out the window. Yeah, right. He would have been that guy, right? They're like, that "What are we gonna? Guy. What are we gonna do? We've got this runner-up in American Idol. How are we gonna make him rich?" Someone's <laughs> like, "We should base his song off a horror movie." <laughs> and somebody's like, "We should not base his song off a horror movie," and then that's the guy who gets thrown out the window. <laughs> Uh, maybe it was like a bet. Maybe somebody watched Hollow Man and they're like, the the songwriters watched Hollow Man and they're like, I bet you can't write a song to this and make it into a top forty successful hit. <laughs> oh, I bet I could. I could do any movie. He's like, watch this. That's true. Kind of like the Elton John. I'll write a song about a microwave <laughs> manual. Totally. Yeah. yeah. This was just a dare between songwriters. Yeah, the like, songwriter. They're they all like, okay, you pick. Everybody pick a movie. It's like a white elephant party. They all put a movie into the hat and then pull it out and they have to write a, a top pop song about it. The runner up was like Lady and the Tramp, <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's, right. while you were sleeping. Right. <laughs> and then some guy just throws in Hollow Man. Hollow Man. What the f- Okay, I'll do it. And this guy won. This guy oh, won the bet for sure. Oh, man. Or maybe he's just like coming fresh off of American Idol. Nobody's taking him seriously because he's second place and he's got red hair. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to make a multi-platinum single that's about a serial killer. Never, no way. <laughs> It'll never work. So there, you, on the kilometer, kilometer. I, ding, 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 ding. I this think is we're like an 11. I, like this is an 11 for sure. And I think what makes it, what amps, amps it up is how oblivious it is to its own <laughs> creepiness right like it's <laughs> but but it's also super blatant it's like it's That's not what, like subtle it's hard to misinterpret it it's you know? like when it's like when dwight gives that motivational speech that's taken from like hitler's speech right and he doesn't realize it that's this song yeah it really is man like it's, it's like it's a straight up it's it's nasty it's like straight up dark yeah um, it is literally like it, this is Ed Gein. Yeah, he was the guy who like used body parts to make furniture and stuff. Right, <laughs> kept heads in his heads right. in his fridge. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he wins, man. Aiken, Aiken's the guy. Yeah, being invisible is like the goal of every serial killer, right? Mm. Indeed, is to like not get caught. And then the ones that like BTK sent letters to the police because he was so frustrated with how invisible he was. Right. That he keeps sending them letters to try and get them to catch him because he's like, I can't believe how invisible I've become. It's not exciting enough. Like this is BT this is the BTK song. <laughs> uh, that's uh that's horrible. That's great. Yeah. So there you go, serial killer wow. music, my friend. Serial killer music. Yeah. Beautiful. And now I'm gonna be paying attention. I'm gonna start listening to the radio and just start listening for uh for all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs>